Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. Got a great show for you. Uh, Missy Suicide uh, is back. You guys might remember uh, Missy joined us uh, back in the spring. She, of course, is the founder of Suicide Girls and uh, SuicideGirls.com, which is a, a great, uh, awesome community. Um, they have a great touring um, burlesque show called Suicide Girls Black Heart Burlesque. And if you haven't seen this, this is it's amazing. It's everything that's fun in the world. It's like great music, cosplay, burlesque. All types of performance art, comedy, hot girls. It's just, it's awesome. It's a great, great show. And we're uh, big supporters of Suicide Girls as well as uh, uh, that whole show. And we've seen it on almost in every single incarnation. So we're happy to have Missy uh, back to tell you a little bit more about the, the newest show that they've got going on that's currently in the States throughout the fall and more dates booked uh, coming next year in the spring in 2019. Uh, I'm also uh, extra specially excited as well because we have actually have the MC and host uh, of this incarnation that's currently on the road uh, with Lexi Rodriguez, better known as Lexi Meow. And this is her first ever interview ever, ever. So I don't know if we were, and I'm extra special excited because we actually have the MC host and performer of this current incarnation of, of Black Harper Lesque with Alexi Rodriguez, better known as Lexi Meow. Uh, and this is her very first ever interview ever. Uh, I don't know how uh, deserving, uh, and I hope that uh, I did my best, but I, I know that you'll enjoy it. She's so much fun and so great and, and so great in the show and happy to have her on the show. And also what's cool is that she's also the feature of our newest episode of uh, Tricky Kid TV, which is our YouTube channel. And we do uh, where you can hear some exclusive audio uh, that's not from this um podcast it's from the same conversation but it's some uh exclusive stuff and you get to see video of her actually in action and and, and performing in the show and uh and more information and also what's even cooler uh if you subscribe uh to our youtube channel and you send us a thing that uh, that shows that you subscribed as well as to this show guess what uh, this show is proudly uh, supported and sponsored by SuicideGirls.com. You're going to get a one-year free subscription to SuicideGirls.com. So come on, man. Let's have some fun. We're going to so we're gonna play some music. Uh, we're going to have some fun. Uh, so glad to have Missy uh, and Lexi uh, here joining us this week. Uh, once again, uh, and normally, like I said, we normally would have a, uh, a co-host and we would kind of, you know, kind of wrap for like 20, 30 minutes and kind of go over uh, some events from the last couple weeks or, or things we didn't cover from the previous week. Uh, and it's we have such a, a one-two punch of Lexi and Missy. You know what? We're just going to get right to it. Uh, so I'm very excited to bring you now uh, in her very, very first interview. Uh, this is Lexi Rodriguez. She's an amazing actress uh, from Salinas, California, and who's recently has joined uh, the Suicide Girls Circus. And she's out on the road with them right now uh, as their MC and their host. Is, uh, and she performs in the show, and she's just dynamite. So let's welcome Lexi Meow. Lexi, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, and again, uh, before we came on there, uh, so so where are you calling me from? I am calling you from Clifton Park, New York, and we're at the Upstate Concert Hall today. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I just thought you might you might have a fun tour story. Oh, that's so funny. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the Florida, uh, one of our shows got canceled, actually, our Miami show. Uh, you were so fantastic. My wife looked at me, and she goes, get her on the freaking show. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Of course. And so you sang something during the show that it was your first time to Texas. So for our listeners, why don't you tell them a little bit about you, where you're from, and how you got started with Suicide Girls? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm from a small town in Northern California um, called Salinas. And I moved down to L.A. Um, when I was 21, and I was, like, pursuing acting, and I was going to acting school um, for about two years out there. And then after I graduated, I made it a personal goal to make at least one audition per week. Right. And um, I was like, oh, man, I have no auditions this week. I was, like, really sad. And um, then I saw, like, the Suicide Girls was having auditions, like, a block away from my apartment. And I had always been, like, a fan of Suicide Girls, but I just really didn't think that I would ever be on in their show or a suicide girl myself. Um, but just for like a, my personal goal, I was like, okay, I have no auditions this week. Um, I have to go to this audition, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, my, ta my passion is performing and I've always been a fan of suicide girls. So I was like, might as well just go for it. And then I booked the tour with them. <laughs> so, so just like that. So when was that audition? Um, that audition was in August last year. Okay. August 2018, yeah. So I know that there's different... Um who do people tell you that you look like in terms of a celebrity? You know, everybody's got that one thing like, hey, you look like so-and-so. Um, I've gotten uh, Rosario Dawson a couple times. Okay. Um, who else have I gotten? Really, I hardly get anybody, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I mean, you do have an original look, and, and definitely you have your own thing going, but uh, like Demi Lovato. Oh, really? Somebody said it. I was just kind of like, yeah, maybe I could see that. And I was just thinking, hey, when I talk to you, I was going to ask you if you ever got that before. Mm, no, I, yeah, I've never gotten a Demi Lovato before, but um, I love her, so it's definitely a compliment. Yeah, Fafornia, but your accent seems to be more New York. Are you, is your family from New York? Oh, that's so funny. Um, no, my family is not from New York. I did live in New York for about five months, so. Oh, okay, okay. So that's all, all it takes, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you were on stage, you had said, you had said something and I was like, man, that sounds very, very New York to me. Uh, you said this was also your first time to Texas when you came through. So uh, I bet a lot of these cities are some of the first times you've been there. Have you done a lot of traveling in your life? No, not a lot of traveling. Yeah. A lot of cities are, it's my first time. So it's very exciting. So, so far, what city stands out since you've left? Um, New Orleans, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of cities, honestly, that stand out. Um, I would say New Orleans, Miami, um, which other one, like, really stands out. There's always, like, sometimes, like, some random towns, too. Yeah, for that sure. That, like, happen to be really fun, and you wouldn't expect it. Um, like, I think, like, Colorado is, like, a really fun town. Um, 
but I guess I would say New Orleans like really stood out to me because Bourbon Street was just like such an interesting little vibe and I had like never really been to the South before. So it was really cool. Can you talk a little bit about, about your performing background? Um, so I've done primarily acting in plays. Um, so a lot of stage work, a lot of classical work. Um, and when I was in acting school, you know, we did study poets like Edgar Allan Poe. Um, so I do have some experience with that as well as other classical texts like Shakespeare. Um, so, and I also write my own things. So um, part of my audition for Suicide Girls, we had to, like, present, uh, like, an idea, you know, for, like, a solo piece. So I did a striptease burlesque to an original spoken word that I had written. And then um, since I had experience, you know, with theatrical and classical text, things like that, um my boss asked me if I would, you know, be down to try to put a twist on The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. And I was like, hell yeah, like, this is kind of like what I do where I, where I lived yeah. before the girls. Yeah. Well, you know, well, but also at the same time, how did you go from, from joining the cast to be- becoming the host? Like, just like kind of leading the charge there. Um. Well, when my boss had seen me do my spoken word, and I think he could really tell that my strength was definitely more in speaking opposed to dancing. I have a little bit of dance experience. Like, I danced when I was younger, um, but I'm not, like, a trained dancer. Yeah, but um, yeah, so. but you were breaking shit down with that, that one <laughs> one number, the, the hip-hop number y'all were doing. It was so fun. <laughs> Yeah, that one was really fun. But yeah, I mean, I just like took, uh, like for any of the dance numbers, it did just take like a lot of practice for me to be able to do it. It was honestly like learning choreography was like very hard for me at at first. (laughs) Well done in terms before this, had you ever, um, I don't know, I mean, like how comfortable were you? Had you ever had any experience with, um, with nude photography or anything like that before? Um, no, I really, honestly, I struggled so much with body positivity, um, like really bad. Like I would honestly have never imagined myself to do burlesque or to even work for a company that promoted body positivity. Um, I would say maybe, um, right when I, even when I auditioned for the show, I was like really struggling with feeling confident. Um, and I think that it was just like one of those like defining moments in my life, honestly, like as maybe as cheesy as that might sound, but like, honestly, I was like struggling so much with confidence and I was like, you know, I don't really know if I could have a career in performance because there's just so much pressure to look a certain way and be a certain way. But then when I got connected with Suicide Girls, it was like so refreshing to be like, well, you can just look the way that you look and you can just, you know, embrace the unique things about you. And so this company really did help me reach body positivity and confidence. That's outstanding. And that's the whole thing, you know, because, you know, uplifting, welcoming place you know so we mentioned you know Demi Lovato earlier um one thing I thought was so great with 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 her is that you know she kind of had some troubles in was kind of succumbing to um 
to some some of that pressure and, and body images and trying to force herself to look a certain way that wasn't healthy for her until she kind of, you know, took the control back and was like, well, this this is what's healthy for me. This is what this is how I look. This is what I am. And and I always I thought that was such a, an important thing for young girls who look up to her. And, you know, that you guys are now in a position where there's a lot of people in the audience that look up to you and and see you up there and you guys are gorgeous and kicking ass and it's fun and the whole nine um talk a little bit about the, the responsibility that you feel with that responsibility and i feel honored too when um women come up to me after the show and are like thank you so much you know for showing confidence and just like owning your body and your look and it's it is hard because you know i think i speak for all the girls when I say that we don't always feel that confident. We don't always feel beautiful. Um, so it is, it is kind of like draining and hard to always try to put your best foot forward. But I think that like by the encouragement of the crowd and the rest of the cast, we really do like uplift each other to just be like, no, like, you know, any insecurities that you have are really just like in your own head. Yeah. And um, you just have to keep keep going, keep working forward, you know. Like she is ridiculously perfect. Like she was totally she's your biggest fan. <laughs> I wanted to say so. Uh, so why was the Miami show canceled? Did you ever find out? Fortunately, the venue just wasn't safe for us. The stage was like a little bit too small for what we do. And, you know, we have, like, the big fans and the hoops and everything, and the girls wear masks and some numbers, so it just wasn't a good working environment for us. I see. So, so, but when that happens at that level, who who makes that decision? Um, it's kind of a, a decision that the my tour manager, Sunshine, she'll, you know, contact Missy, and then they'll have a conversation with the venue people, you know, photos, videos are sent back and forth. And if it's a dangerous work environment that can't be fixed on the spot, then um, Missy and Sunshine pretty much decide on that. Okay, perfect. And see, I like that too, because, you know, you also want to create, you know, a, a very safe. Uh, what is your favorite number to do in the in the, in the the show? Um, I think I love doing the cannabis fan dance. I love that dance. I think it's really pretty and people are like their faces always light up when they see the fans come out. Oh yeah. And it's a bit of a staple. I, you guys have kept that in the show for a while and I can see why, cause it's done very, very well. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. And now to the couples dance, see, that's what's cool because it's, you know, obviously it's going to be different. It's going to be a, a different couple every, every night. So talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, you know, you never really know what you're going to get when you bring somebody up, but I always like trying to pick a couple that, you know, looks excited. Like I hate picking anybody who's like looking at me like, oh dear God, do not pick me. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want yeah. to make, make anybody feel uncomfortable. And, you know, we do play that little trick on them where like they think that it might go one way. So I'm like, I don't want to like make anybody, if they're already shy, I don't want to like embarrass them so much that they're like, oh my God, what is she doing? Right. So like, I always like to pick a couple that, you know, like looks like they're just like ready to go for anything so that when we play the little trick on them, it's not too 
horrifying for them. <laughs> That's much of a stretch. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you find a couple that has like some sort of like uh I don't know, like identifying shirt or something that says like <laughs> you know, kink dot com or <laughs> or something, you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> but that's funny though, because like you said, because has there ever been an, an instance like that though, where where you brought somebody up and then you kind of pulled the trick on them and somebody said hell no or or just? Uh, there's definitely been. Um, I gosh, I think like one time the guy was just like, no, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And I can't remember if we ended up. I don't think I ended kicking him off I think he ended up doing it but like I had to like really get the crowd to like cheer him on or but, shame yeah, him was, <laughs> jerk about it. yeah um and then in New York in New Orleans the couple that I brought up or the two people that I brought up they weren't a couple and the guy seemed really upset and the girl was like really drunk and it was just like so awkward we ended up taking them off stage though oh no we're good (laughs) um i i guess like my anxiety was like worse before i'm kind of like ah whatever now um but yeah it's always like great when they go for it or like that moment when the trick works and then they're still down to do it it's like so funny and it makes the show so much better and like music you get dance you get you know comedy and all mm-hmm. types of stuff um your number really completely brought the freaking house down when you did that edgar Allan post so the first time um that you had had posed um for the camera um naked was that was that for suicide girls and and if so what was that experience like for you absolutely for suicide girls. yeah i was so super nervous and um i had like waited quite a while to shoot with suicide girls um because I, you know, I had done last tour, but I didn't shoot for them. And I was just honestly, like, I didn't feel ready to like see photos of myself. Um, I had like struggled with photos for a really long time. I didn't even like the pictures being taken of me when I was dressed. So I was like, having a nude photo is like way too much. I don't think I'm ready for it. <laughs> and yeah, I was like so freaked out. Like, absolutely not. And, um, I was even, like, trying to, like, tell myself, like, oh, I need to get more in shape before I take this, do this photo shoot. Like, I was, like, trying to, like, I don't know, I was building up to it way too much. And then finally, um, when Sean was like, okay, you're doing all the fall tour, I was like, I just need to rip off the Band-Aid and do the photo shoot. And That's right. I, I shot with Milou, and she was just, like, so sweet and so supportive, and she made me feel so comfortable. And I was super happy after I did it. That's awesome. For the rest of the fall date show, the Suicide Girls Black Heart Burlesque, we still have about a month and a half left of the tour. So there's still lots of time to catch us. And also check out for my own content that I will be producing and advertising on my Instagram after this tour is over. Hey, this is Shay, your favorite porn Puerto Rican princess, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner.
Oh uh, yeah! Again, thanks to Lexi uh, Rodriguez. Uh, man, she's going to take over the world. Man, she is so talented and so awesome. We got to see the the number that you heard us talking about there. Uh, if you go see the show again, go to blackheartburlesque.com, dot com um, and you can find your tickets. Again, they're, they're touring throughout the entire rest of the year. They already got dates booked in two thousand and nineteen. Check out that show; it's a good good time. Um, I now wanted to take a quick break again, just for a second before we we move on with uh, with Missy uh, Suicide, who of course is the founder of Suicide Girls. To uh, Tricky Kid, uh, I'm sorry, go to iTunes and type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast and click subscribe. It's free. You get shows just like this each and every single Thursday, absolutely free. And if you subscribe again, and the first five people uh, that do so uh, and send us something on social media that shows that you've subscribed. Um, uh, you actually will get a one-year uh, free subscription to SuicideGirls.com. I mean, how cool is that, right? But definitely check out BlackHarperLess.com. Get your tickets, and of course, always check out SuicideGirls.com. We want to thank our other sponsors, uh, Bulletproof Coffee, um, as well as the Revolver Brewing Company. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, before we do that, I also wanted to tell you where we're going to be. Um, lots of stuff, stuff, great stuff coming up. Uh, but most uh, recently coming up, of course, we're going to have, of course, the big Halloween weekend. Um, if you're in, the, if you're in Dallas. Um, I encourage you to go down and check out the big show at Three Links. Uh, the, the, probably the greatest cover band ever is a, a, a Cramps tribute band called the Gorehounds. And they do a big show the weekend of Halloween, and they're playing on Saturday. Probably won't even go on until midnight, but that's kind of the Saturday where everybody, you know, where adults tend to celebrate Halloween. Uh, but the night before, man... Check out uh, this band, Royal Sons. They used to be uh, called In Memory of Man, and now they've kind of reformed with a few of the, those same members and, uh, and a whole new uh, a whole new bag. Uh, and again, they're called Royal Sons. They're having a, a release party for their debut album. Um, it's going to be at the W.E. Scott Theater in Fort Worth on Friday, October the 26th. Um, you got special guests Atlantis Aquarius, Dead Vinyl, and, the Cody, and Cody Lynn Boyd. The whole thing's going to be emceed by Victor Trevino Jr. Just going to have aerialists, magicians, fire eaters, the whole nine. The build-up to this has been huge. Uh, so I'm actually going to play uh, the very first single from that record right now called Let It Burn. And then we'll be right back with uh, with Missy's Suicide. Don't be surprised if they sting 
Eva Lovia, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, again, great track there from Royal Sons. Check out their release party on October the 26th uh, in Fort Worth, the W.E. Scott Theater. All right, like I said, coming up, we're going to get right to it. The founder of Suicide Girls uh, that has bled so much after, gosh, like it's been like 15 years now. Uh, and the sky's the limit. I, I know she's got a lot more uh, tricks up her sleeve um, in terms of just what this type of format uh, uh you know just allows it's uh, we got the burlesque show i mean how about a broadway play you know and there's should be a, there's gonna be a lot more coming up so i'm excited for you guys to hear uh this is missy suicide of course hey missy hi hey welcome back how are you doing I'm doing excellent. How about you? Pretty good. Welcome back. I, I really enjoyed our talk uh, back in uh, the spring, and uh, we just saw the um, the new tour, the, the fall tour for Black Heart Burlesque, uh, and I'm excited to talk to you. So how was your summer? Um, my summer was awesome. It was uh, super full <laughs> of um, adventures and um now we're getting ready. I can't believe it's already October. Oh, no. I know. Well, you had a lot cooking up uh, in the this, in the spring, and so that's why I asked. I was wondering if how much of that has come to fruition, and you got this new tour, you got a new show. Uh, so tell me about what, what has changed and ha- what, has, what has transpired uh, in the world of Suicide mm-hmm. Girls uh, since this past spring. Um, well, there's been a lot. We've uh, we got the new tour um, going out. It's got um, new girls, new numbers. Um, we've got a Deadpool member that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a ton of it, of uh, a ton of fun stuff going on, um, and uh, new solos. There, there's. It's just it's it's uh, it's a really fun show. I feel like. Every time we put it out, it just keeps getting better and better. I do too. Um, I, I do too. I think this is. I think this was the fourth year that uh, we've been a part of it, and uh, I always like how you mix up the uh, the MC as well. It's always kind of cool to kind of keep that fresh and. And I loved Crystal, and I, of course I loved Sunny, and we had Sunny on the show a couple of times. But I must say that Lexi was outstanding, and we're looking forward to speaking with her on Wednesday. She's, she's so cool, right? Like, totally. Um, her spoken word number. Oh, my God. The Edgar Allan Poe thing was, I don't want to give away any spoilers to those who haven't seen the show, but it, that knocked me out. That was so awesome. Right? Um, yeah, so we're really excited to keep finding new and exciting talent that brings something new and a new dimension to the, to the tour. Now you, uh, we talked about how some of these numbers come come to be. So uh, the Edgar Allan Poe thing again. How did that? How did that happen? Um, well, that was uh, so. Lexi uh, does spoken word. Um, it's like she she does original pieces generally. Okay. Um, and she was like, I can do the reason. Maybe that would be pop culture and like spooky for Halloween and you know, because we're going to be out touring this fall. Right. And um, it was like, okay. And then we went out and found a costume that was like, I don't know, it's just spot on. <laughs> um, and uh, it, so that was, it was most of her, but um, 
you know, we, we helped her to create a vision around it. It was the hit. Um, of, it was the hit of the show. The place went crazy. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't really expect it to be. You know, when you hear like, "Oh, there's spoken organs right here," like, all right, but it's like it's it's so cool and like, um, you know, spoken word burlesque. It's yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'd never, I'd never seen anything like that before. You know, again, for those who haven't seen the show, Sunny uh, would do something outrageous uh, where she would come out and she sings very, very well, and and would kind of do this really humorous uh, Little Mermaid number uh, that was. I always look forward to seeing that. But it was cool to again to have you guys kind of mix it up and to have that replaced with something again. Spoken word burlesque is a word that didn't exist before. So that's uh, once again, Missy, you guys are pioneers. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, you know the more that we let the girls express themselves, the, the more exciting things we get. Did you see? Um, was uh, did Shay perform her her solo? The um, oh yeah, she's oh yeah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that was awesome. And when she got the when she got the girls to come up on stage and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's just so. Go ahead. It's always always something exciting. It's always something new. Yeah, you know, and you just mentioned about expression. So talk a little bit about that. I know, obviously, you know, obviously we had lyric on the show, and she does. She's the choreographer, and and it's you know it's very organized, but it doesn't seem rigid. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel. Like, I mean, nothing against like a Broadway play or anything, but it's like it doesn't have that. It doesn't feel formulaic. It does feel very organic. And I wanted to know, like I said, the more you allow, or the more you have girls that are wanting to express themselves the show can only can get better and can grow so talk a little bit about the freedom that the performers have in terms of coming to you and coming to uh the producers of the show about ideas that they have well i mean in the same way that um the the website is so free you know it's about how the girls feel sexy throughout themselves we want to have the burlesque show have a similar vein and um you know, our role is to really help them to 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 take their ideas and make them, you know, make them sing, you know, make right. them better, um, make them, uh, you know, just just up them like the extra like ten percent to make them like awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and help them to create their vision. Um, which is you know like with Suicide Girls, the the photos are designed to showcase you know. Um, bring the girls' vision of their own beauty to life, and so the photographer is just there to like make it make them feel better. Yeah. Um, you know, so we we really um, try to work with the girls, especially on their solos, um, to create um, really unique, beautiful performances um, that you wouldn't see anyplace else, like the. Um, like the original bad bitch number or the um or the spoken word you know yeah um it's like a it's like it's like it's like a naughty variety show or something it's like you don't uh there was the comedian who opened it was funny as hell uh again you've got the spoken word singing uh you know it's in the south it would be kind of like a kinky hee-haw like was that um Oh, what's the lady with the um, with the tag on her hat? Oh, Minnie Pearl, right? Randall Minnie Pearl, yeah. It's right. 
<laughs> that's awesome. That's I can't believe I even remembered the, 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 the even to say that. I, it shows I grew up in the in Texas, right? Right. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so awesome. I you know what what's also what's so cool is that you know the crowds keep getting bigger. Like I said, this is like the fourth year and. And every show, you know, the crowd gets bigger and they get more excited and, you know, and whenever they always ask who is never, who is the first time, you know, in the audience, this is your first time seeing it. It's almost, you got like the repeat people and then you've got, it seems like they always bring somebody with them, you know, it's like, it's always about half and half. It's yeah. like, um, and that's why I always you know, you guys keep inviting us. We'll keep coming back because it's always such a such a great, great show. Um, you had a lot of irons in the fire, like I said back in back in the spring. Talk about about, about SG, the Suicide Girls, the brand, and, and and a lot of the things that you've wanted to come to fruition in addition to uh, the Black Heart Burlesque tour. Um, well, we've had a lot of um, really exciting features on the website. Um, we introduced uh, both tipping and affiliates. The site, so we can allow um, the the members and and um, hopefuls to um, and models to uh, to have more opportunities to um, earn and uh, share in the profits. Right. Um, and so, you know, since so through tipping, we have um, on the website we, we use um, there are hopeful sets where um, all of that's going to member review um, before um, before they become set of the day. or before, That's like the pool that we select the set of the day from. Got it, okay. Um, and so we've got hundreds of thousands of photos that have been uploaded to the site, and we only have two slots for set of the day. Um, okay. So, you know, just out of the math, like, um, there's lots and lots and lots of great sets that are not purchased as set of the day. Right, okay. Um, and our members, uh, they vote, like they, they say, you know, I loved it button and they leave comments for the girls, and which is really great and awesome for them. Um, but um, now we've added tipping so that um, members can show their appreciation beyond just the I loved it button so that um, the girls can... Um, uh, you know, get reimbursed maybe for for some of the, the cost of creating the, the beautiful sets that they, that they make. And is er, is everyone eligible for tipping, or is it just the hopefuls? Um, hopefuls and models. Got it. Okay. Now I know that, that of course the tour the people that have committed, just people who have submitted that. I see. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So, help me to understand it. So, people who have submitted, and of course, the models that are already established on the site. So, everybody has the option to allow tipping. Do they have the option to not allow tipping, or is that how does that work? Um, we don't have that option at the moment for um, if people want to tip on um, on your photos or on your um, your profile. We don't have the option to not, but. Um, one of the girls uh, who did not want to be tipped uh, came up with an idea to, to um, send the money to charity. Oh, good, Even good. She got she charity, so. Yeah, because I mean, um, some, some may be, you know, cool with it. Some may not be cool with it. I wanted to ask this, though. I know that the tour, uh, your tour sponsor is MFC, uh, My Free Cam. So is that now going to be something that could be considered to be competitive with them? 
Hello? Missy Deluja? Hello? Hello? Missy, did I lose you? Hello? Hi, hello? All right, Missy, I was trying to get my feelings hurt for a second there. <laughs> Sorry about that. that hey. The phone is just hates me right now. <laughs> no. If you if I I hope you I hope you don't remember, but whenever we talked in the spring, if you remember it, we you and I did this back and forth and it was completely and totally my fault. So uh so turnabout was fair play, so now it's just payback. <laughs> <laughs> No worries. We were talking about tip. We were, we were talking about tipping, and I, I was just mentioning that I know that your sponsor, of course, is MFC. So is this like an, kind of an extension of kind of their business model, or is it some sort of collaboration with them? Um, no, it's just it's um, we had uh, we had wanted to offer it years ago, and we didn't. Okay. Um, it just because it was a huge tech undertaking. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we uh, finally had some tech time, and so we were like, okay, let's release this new new thing. And then we had actually had an affiliate program um, before the 2012 redesign. Um, from like 2006 to 2012, we had an affiliate program, and it was one of the things that got cut in the relaunch, and um, just for time's sake and all that. And right. So, um, when we were doing the um, the tipping, we were like, "Well, let's keep, let's roll an affiliate as well." And so, um, well, cool. So maybe if you go to trickykid.com, our website, maybe you will be seeing a few uh, Suicide Girls uh, clickable banners there so that you can sign up and be a member of uh, Suicide Girls. Um, if you just join us, we're talking with Missy Suicide. She's the founder of uh, the world's largest platform uh, for alternative models called Suicide Girls. I'm sure you're familiar with the brand. And they are a juggernaut of entertainment and fun and just gorgeous girls um at suicidegirls.com currently have a tour going uh called suicide girls black heart burlesque uh in their i know you guys did when i say it's like in your fifth year i know you guys did it like 15 years ago for like a couple of times but in in its current incarnation uh this is like your fifth year is that right missy i think so yeah Um, i think it's the fifth Maybe the six, right? <laughs> but it's bigger and better and awesome. Now, talk to me about this a little bit. Um, I want to get back to the hopefuls in a second because I had a question about that. But getting back to the show, there's a couple of little uh, staples and standards. Um, I don't want to give too much away for those who haven't seen it. That kind of stick around. There's a that almost always involve um, audience participation. What are what are some I. <laughs> What are some ideas? And that's always fun, right? Uh, what are, What are some ideas that that you have moving forward um, to kind of 
because that's what the whole thing is about is interaction. You know, when you go to suicidegirls.com, you're able to interact and, and you guys have increased that, you know, each year. So when you're there seeing these the actual girls in person and now you're inviting people to come up on stage, what, what are some ideas that you have that we may not have seen yet or some ideas that might have died on the vine? Um, well, uh, if, you, if you're a member of the site, right? Of you course. Know about the blog homework that, that Rambo and I assign every Friday. Of course. Um, so uh, there have been a few ideas that we've run through there um, that we're, we're kind of workshopping. So um, you can kind of get some, some hints for stuff in there. Yeah. Um, because like the the audience participation part is always the most fun for us because we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like you just don't know how people are going to react. That's right. Um, and so, uh, um, so uh, you know, we we uh, we try to come up with some new ideas and some new things and take take people by surprise and you know have them have some fun that night and um, and uh, it's it's always. Um, always like it's always a, a fun unscripted part of the evening totally totally i'm looking forward to asking uh alexi uh, when we speak to her on wednesday about like which city uh has because whenever i ask crystal this and whenever i ask sunny this you know you're you're people might expect to hear a certain city you know like oh it's going to be new york or maybe san francisco and i always love when they say no on this tour this city was the wildest and uh, especially when it comes to the audience participation part so and i will say texas did not uh dallas did not disappoint it was a, it was a very lively <laughs> very animated crowd uh this past time and there was, um, um there's actually one one time in new york uh where uh the guy who they chose had two pairs of glasses so just <laughs> Um, you know how they take they uh, generally the girl takes one pair of glasses like the glasses that are on the face right and then he pulled out the second pair <laughs> <laughs> that's outstanding so he could so he could he could keep he could keep reading the paper he he was uh yeah. he was going he was going for the hell mary there <laughs> yeah. That is that is so awesome. That is so fun. I I love the new numbers. Um, we were talking about hopefuls a while ago because uh, that's also what I want. Because again, I've you know, Missy. I mean, you know, I've known each other for a very long time, and I've been uh, basically a uh, a member of the site since the beginning. Um, I love the idea of the hopeful program because I like to to see it to see the reach and to see something that people aspire to to be part of this great community. And so for those that don't know, uh, can you kind of roll that out for them? How, how does, how do they go from being somebody who's a fan of the site to being a hopeful of the site to then being featured on the site? Okay. So, um, generally people's journey starts, start as members or they can see kind of the community and get to know the community and, um, and be a part of it. It's, it's a really special place, um, where, um, it's one of the most supportive communities online. It really is. Um, where, where people are just, they're just not jerks. You know, like you can post on Facebook or on Instagram or wherever, and like people are going to leave you mean comments and be just nasty for no reason. Yeah. But on Suicide Girls, everybody is really respectful of each other and um, 
you can meet people who share your interests from around the world. Um, you know, there's girls that are like best friends with um, with girls like you know, a girl in France is best friends with a girl in Australia, and they've never met in real life. Right. Like, um, but they talk every day, um, and they, they they feel so connected because they they met on Suicide Girls, and they um, they might I think they met in the um, uh, in the television group, you know, yeah. uh, just talking about their favorite shows or, or like anime or something. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's really a unique place where you're uh, likely to find people, you know, we've had hundreds of couples that met on the site and got married yeah. or thousands of couples that met on the site and got married, hundreds of babies that have been born because their parents met on suicide girls. I even married a couple. Hell <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so uh, so most people's journey starts as a member of the site, and then um, uh, if girls decide that they are inspired, that um, you know, uh, there's really the, the diversity and the breadth of of girls on Suicide Girls is is really refreshing. It is. It's our, all. It's very inclusive. Motto, yeah. Yeah. Our motto is you know confidence is the sexiest attribute a person can have. And um, I think that when you see somebody that looks similar to you, confident and comfortable with their body and with themselves and, you know, smiling and having fun and, like, all the comments of appreciation that, and all that, it, it just it changes something in you. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the, mo- a lot of the members become models. Um, and uh, so they, they then submit a modeling profile and they submit their paperwork and IDs and all that um, uh, logistical things, and they also submit a photo set. Um, the photo set is released to the members, and um, it's it's really a, a remarkable journey that the girls go on when, we, um, when they decide to become hopeful. Um, if you look at any, hope, any first-time hopeful photo set, um, they're kind of nervous in the beginning, like when they have their clothes on, and then when they take them off, like it, you just you get to see them, and they bloom and they blossom, and like they're their personality just um, becomes so much, you know, like their their comfort level. You can see it on their face. You know, it's um, it's really a beautiful um, transformation. And um, you know, I feel like once girls become comfortable with with their bodies, I, I feel like that's sort of the, the largest. Um, um, it's one of the overriding problems with our society in general is that, you know, as women and men, we're taught to, to really hate our bodies and to be, to be insecure about them and to think that they're somehow not serving us. And, um, you know, it's, you know, suicide girls, it's, you know, like our, our whole mission is to kind of, uh, is that that is, that's false. You know, that, that, I couldn't, that agree, I could not agree more. That's right. And I couldn't agree more, too, because I'll say this is that especially women have been, you know, kind of been shamed or taught that or conditioned about their bodies. And that's what's so great about this community with Suicide Girls is you can just see the liberation. You can just see how liberating it is, because like you said, one of the things to one of the main things to that kind of sense of discovery or that sense of, of confident self is being, you know, very confident about your body and the way that you look and 
probably the best thing that I can say about Suicide Girls. I mean, yes, you've got so many beautiful women and it's awesome. And I love, I've been a part of this community for a long time, but I always describe it to people uh, that haven't, aren't familiar with it or haven't actually been a part of it is it's social media done right. It's exactly how it's supposed to be. And it's worth paying for, for that, for that reason. It's like, like how you said, like when you are on Facebook or some of these other different social media platforms, you get this negativity without this unwarranted, it's unsolicited, just undeserving torrent for whatever reason of negativity, which, you know, then inspires again, body, you know, bad body image and things like that. And so it's kind of like when you hear people talk about social media, you hear them mainly talking about them complaining about it. They're not talking about how much they're enjoying Instagram. They're talking about how this jerk or somebody did something to make their experience uh, not very, you know, fun or, or good or rewarding or or positive. And so that's the difference is that those platforms are free. And but Suicide Girls is so worth paying for because, again, it's exactly how you when people complain about social media, they think, God, I want it to be like this. And for me, I, I found that at suicidegirls.com. Thank you. I mean, it's so, so rewarding to hear. I mean, I feel like the membership fee is it's, it's only like $4 a month if you sign up for a year. So it's not prohibitive. We want everybody to be, to be able to be included. Um, but we want people to be nice and <laughs> respectful. Right. I mean, they don't even have to be nice. They just have to be respectful. And um, because people differ, like there's differing opinions, there's all sorts of like disagreements, there's politics group on the site. Um, and, but it's, it's political debate with like, um, with respect. And, you know, the people leave comments to the girls um, that are, you know, so, that are just respectful. And like, you can't, like, you can't leave a, you can't post a photo of your breakfast at, um, on, Facebook without getting a comment about you know how fat and what a whore you are. You know? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. People people post photos of um, you know naked photos of themselves, and um, it's uh, um, it's uh, you know the comments that they get are so respectful and. Um, well, yeah, it's also like, like on Facebook, like I said, you know, it's all this negativity, suicide, and they also don't allow nudity. So Suicide Girls is no hate and all the nudity. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's ideal. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's it's kind of a, a nudity part. It's, it's a building block for, for building up our self-esteem again. You know, like, there's no reason why we should hate our bodies. There's no reason why we should feel... Um, uh, why we should feel embarrassed or ashamed about our bodies or feel insecure that my legs are not as long as, you know, a supermodel or, or um, my butt is not as big as Kim Kardashian's or right. whatever it is, you know? Like, uh, I feel like society is set up in order to, to make us hate our bodies and to feel insecure. Um, and so the first part about being empowered is loving who you are and like feeling confident and comfortable and like you deserve all the things that, that you deserve in life and um you know so i feel like through suicide girls um and through um having a, a healthy outlet where you can um, express yourself and 
feel that connection with your body and yourself. That's right. Um, and and last last right. And that's the last, the last part of that, too, is that, like you said, the, the most least likely place for those that don't know, that the only place that you actually can have a, a in this crazy climate we have right now, this very stressful, noisy climate that we feel like we can't escape from, the only place that I have found where you actually can have a, if you choose, to have a political conversation that still remains respectful, not on the news, not on CNN, you see them all screaming at each other, and all the other social media platforms, the only place really that I have found is SuicideGirls.com, the most conservative people that are sitting there creating this circus uh, and, 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 and that are such an embarrassment and their conservative ideals would think that perhaps it's something like Suicide Girls is, you know, something to be avoided, whereas it's absolutely something to be embraced. It's actually the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel exactly the same way. Like, you know, we, we've been social networks since before Facebook or Friendster or MySpace or... Instagram or any of the social networks that have come and gone and um, uh, before us, and um, you know, I feel like uh, we didn't have the the um, the the sort of I mean, because because we we were created before social media was a thing where it was still experimental. We got to to kind of decide what the the aspects were that we appreciated about um, about social media and like about being social and like define it for ourselves that's right um without without having to you know get in on all of the other things and i feel like that allowed us to make it um to make it a network that is um solid so last but not least missy so like you said i wanted to hear about so many more other things that are coming up uh, for Suicide Girls. Uh, again, again, you got this the Black Heart Burlesque that's currently on tour right now. Uh, and where can they find information about where they can get their tickets and and find out when it's coming to a city near them? You can look at blackheartburlesque.com um, for tickets and for info. Um, this weekend, we're going to be in New York for the New York Comic Con and um, at uh, having a big show at the town hall ballroom, um, and uh, then the girls just keep on going across the east coast and the, um, across the, the Midwest and the upper part of the country after that on the way back to California. Well, I can't stress enough. Go see this tour. Again, I've seen it in its fifth or sixth year uh, in a row, and it only just keeps getting bigger and better and more interesting and exciting um, and just such a unique uh, platform um, to of expression, of just fun and, and beauty and sexuality uh, that's diverse, that's all-inclusive, uh, that's positive, uh, and really puts out not only a great product but a great message to the world and I've always have used my platform here uh, to to promote all those things that that same kind of ethos of uh, of acceptance and and body positivity and just just inclusion in general so uh, with that Missy again um, it's so good to, it's always so good to talk to you I always we always have such a good time when you and I get a chance to talk and stuff and so 
Uh, I want. I can't wait to see what else you got cooking up. Is there any else thing else you wanted to uh, to add or to let us in on uh, before we actually hear about it or see it? Um, uh, I got to meet one of like the old uh, the OG SGs um, from the Netherlands uh, this week for the first time. She's been on the since 2013, and we met or 2000. Sorry, 2000. Uh, three. Wow. For the first time in real life. Wow. And, um, she, yeah. <laughs> and um, we're talking about uh, putting together perhaps a European tour. So. Ah. Um, so so where did you meet her at? Uh, she came and stayed at the house. Oh, okay. So that was a long time yeah. coming. Like I said, she's been OG for, she's been down since day one. That's 15 years. Yeah, so it was it was uh, crazy to meet her in person. Cause when I saw her, I was like, "Oh my god, hi, how are you doing?" She's like, "Good." And I was like, "What's going on?" She's like, "We've never met." And I was like, "Oh my god, we haven't." <laughs> but you feel like you had because again, you guys have you know for fifteen years, you know. Yeah, it's like I've known you for fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> right, you almost you almost kind of kind of forget. Like, wait, we actually haven't haven't you know done this in person. So, when was she's been on the set for fifteen years? Do you know when her most recent set was? Has she had consistent uh, uh, photo sets for fifteen years? Um, I'm not sure when her most recent set was, um, but I know that she she's been archived. So and so l- let's 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 plug her. Uh, what is what is her screen name? Cleo. Cleo. Okay. You know what? I, I think I think I know who you're talking about because like again, like I said, I've been a member since since uh, since the beginning. Uh, that is so cool, man. Like I said, Suicide Girls bringing people together, creating friendships across the globe. And wouldn't that be a cool thing to to bring it to Europe and to have um, that be something for them to see and maybe give oh, it. Yeah. She's still shooting set. She's a set that goes into my review tomorrow. So. There you go. So everybody, yeah. look, look for that. Look for Cleo's set going up tomorrow. Look for for Suicide Girls. Big show this weekend in New York City. Uh, part of the big New York Comic Con. Of course, we will be there uh, doing Tricky Kid Radio live from the New York Comic Con floor. They have a big show at the at the Town Hall, which is always a great, great, great venue. I always love it when I get to get to go there. I've seen a lot of a lot of great performances there. Um, and again, uh, Suicide Girls, Black Heart Burlesque on the road uh, throughout the fall uh, and already got dates booked for next year. And again, Europe, it could be your turn coming up next. Uh, Missy, again, thank you again so much. Uh, you're one of the one of my favorite people and uh, one of the best people putting such a, such a great thing out into the world. And we're happy to, to support it. Thank you so much for, for talking to me again and for always being um being sportive. Oh, our um, our pleasure. Absolutely, for sure. What well, and we'll do it again soon. All right, great. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Missy. Bye bye. Hey, 
Hey guys, this is Sunny Suicide, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to uh, Missy Suicide and Lexi Meow for joining us for this special episode of Tricky Kid Radio. Again, make sure you subscribe. Uh, go on to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Uh, it'll come right on up and just click on subscribe. And again, uh, if you do, you could win a one-year subscription uh, free to uh, SuicideGirls.com. Uh, also, uh, we're on Facebook under Tricky Kid Radio. You can find us on Twitter under Tricky Kid in the number two. And you also can find my alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid, as well on Instagram under DJ Tricky Kid, and as well as on Facebook is DJ Tricky Kid. So again, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week.